0: uh okay something i before we like get started start um something i wanted to ask you was like uh, on that episode though you uh mentioned uh this is like 2008 probably um you probably you mentioned something along the lines of like um kanye being on hiatus for you like kanye being like on pause on hiatus for you and i was wondering like you know it's 2020 he's doing a whole new he's doing some new stuff now i was wondering like where you are with him now oh man that's yeah
1: that was a good i mean from the punch up the jam era let's see that's yeah that's 2018 two years ago i will say i probably was still rocking with him for a bit i liked pablo but and 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 i think it really started to split off for me once we got to yay because yay was just a mess and then knowing that he fully was pretty much done with Yandi, and then like scrapped it so he can do yay Ye yeah. and respond to all that. It just kind of adds to the mess that that album is where you was like, Oh, it is a mess. And I know it's a mess because I know you rushed to do this. I know you had a completed work and did it. And the way I can tell is the difference between how all over the place yay is and how crisp uh Kids yes. See ghost is. I was like, you, you like mm-hmm. within weeks you have a crisp, Tight album that you did with Cuddy versus this one. So I still rock Kids See Ghost. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm, I, you know, I grew up listening to Gospel, and it always was kind of like, pushed on me. So I've never been a big fan. So i full on skipped, uh, what was this last album? Uh, something about God. Jesus is King. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus is King. I, I skipped it, but then I, there were like some tracks on there that kind of slapped and I checked it out Mm -hmm. and I was into it. And then the new single was good, but you know, it, it really is like before he was kind of like towing that line of like kind of more so saying, Like the dumb shit and doing it. And now it's he's getting really into pushing me into just having to stick to my guns because he's like doing uh, dumb shit. Yeah,
0: Like this kid like affect like the world
1: in like a negative way. So so it's, it's really it's turning into a to a full on. Uh, less of a hiatus, and then I'm going to have to shut down. I'm going to have to pull funding for the Kanye show and put all the funds that would have went to that into the Kendrick Lamar show, who is a hometown hero. It, it is like approaching like J.K. Rowling. I'm yeah. just like,
0: oh, I
1: feel so bad for
0: people. I know. You know it, we just like love music. It,
1: it, yeah, it's it's just it's just at this point too much. It, it's like, why? Why? Just Just shut up. <laughs> just do that. Why 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 are we still talking? Why are you still going? Why are you doubling down?
0: Well, speaking of still talking and doubling down, let's start the episode. Ooh, Click.
1: yeah. Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen. Come over and talk about it. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Welcome
0: to Ivan. Mean to listen to that the podcast. Sorry, I shocked Sean. I was like, "Ugh." Um, (laughs) I had I turned my volume up really loud for a minute i don't know why welcome to i've been meaning to listen to that the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests this is the final week of southern podalistic castellac music <laughs> um the march moodiness winner of our you know we did like a whole tournament where we like kind of uh had artists had like people vote on like their favorite artists and outcast won so Ooh. this is the conclusion of. Uh, southern potalistic Castellac. Like, I haven't the, the, I've I've and I've actually never said southern potalistic Castellac music because like I I just thought of it today. I thought it was funny, but <laughs> like in retrospect, that's what the month is called. Like oh yeah. Um, but yeah, we're here uh, talking about Stenconia, and uh, to help me do it, we got a very special guest co-host here here today. Uh, you might know him as like uh a guest on some previous episodes and he also like helped edit a bunch of our episodes like he's kind of like a he's encroaching on that producer territory oh it's frank <laughs> oh wow <laughs> that's a, frank right. frank the cat is frank our, is our guest. his cat no. <laughs> um but yeah you might know him from like as a guest of some episodes and you also he's also like Done a lot of editing and audio help over the last few months. It's
2: Sean Wilkinson, everybody. Hey, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I was watching, have you seen the movie Deliverance? No. <laughs> Oh, I was watching that before I after yeah, after yeah. I got up. I was off like, work, like, "What a mood to <laughs> come into the podcast on."
0: <laughs> I know, yeah. I was watching like Chernobyl oh, wow, like, was... right before. Damn. Oh, damn. Just, like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Just like people's like faces melting off, and just like people lying about people's, like, like, people people's well being, and then I'm just here like, "So, uh, <laughs> where are you with just the old music?" Blah blah blah. Like, it's, yeah, it's, I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> a few table setting things before we get to our main guest, the interesting person that we have here today. Ooh, um, gosh. uh the thing i want to talk to you about a little bit is um you know you've been like helping out with our show you know you've been helping out with our show and uh i guess like how's that experience been like how's it been like you know editing episodes like you know working along like you you wanted we like kind of came to each other and like you wanted to like increase your portfolio so like
2: uh yeah yeah so i for anyone who doesn't know i'm uh, studying, like, sound design and, like, Foley work and stuff and just sound editing, mixing, recording, stuff like that. Um, and so over, over the summer, because I wasn't going to be working, I was like, well, I should take this time to, you know, expand my portfolio. So I approached Andrew and asked to edit some episodes, if he would let me. Uh, and it's been, it, it's fun. Like, I enjoy it. A but podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just, it is, it's very grueling and i really underestimated yeah. that um yeah but i mean it is like it's nice to i mean it's nice cuz i just like zone out on it and like i can like block mm-hmm. everything else out for like 2 or 3 hours at a time so it's a nice way to like c- just get my mind on track on something and like shut out the rest of the world i don't know but no it's it is yeah. very enjoyable and like the episodes i've added like sound effects and stuff are really fun And I want to, I definitely want to do that more.
0: Um, Well, like uh, speaking of uh, people who have podcasts, (laughs) uh, let's get to uh, like, or had podcasts. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, Let's uh, talk to our special guest. Uh, You might know him as the co-host of Nerdificent. And of candy dinner, one like one of them is. We'll talk a <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, it's iffy Waddy way, everybody. Hey, how's it going? What's good? Hey, but like, hey, what's going on? Like, God,
1: not much. Same old stuff, you know. Just relaxing, enjoying life, trying to get, trying to get as much out of life right now as possible. You know, that's, mm. that's generally my vibe right now. How about y'all? How are you feeling?
0: I'm. Like I said, like, I think, like, after watching the first episode of Chernobyl and just like, like, I am like <laughs> yeah. kind of like sh- shooken a little I, that, bit.
1: Yeah, that's a wild vibe to kind of start this all off with. You're, you're like, I want to, I want to like
0: feel something. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I like, uh, like right now, I feel like I'm overcompensating a little bit. Um, and hopefully over the episode, I'll like chill out, like, I'll kind of like calm down over the course of the time, but. Uh yeah, let's talk to you, Iffy. Like you have, um, pretty recently finished Nerdificent, um, yes, and you know that was such a great show, and uh, like you've done
1: it for like two years up to this point, and like yeah, over a hundred episodes. Yeah, yeah, no, we did over a hundred episodes, two years. It was a wild ride, you know. It was just one of those things where we just kind of hit that point where we we felt like it was. The perfect time to just bring it all in for a landing, <laughs> you know, because mm. because you know, Danny and I we've been like way busier, a whole bunch of stuff. She's doing a whole show, so yeah. it just instead of like trying to make it all work and fighting for it to work and watching it, you know, get out of hand, we're like, oh, right, we'll just you know call it here. And That's a uh, smart decision, yeah. I mean, it it was actually kind of easy at that point, you know, we were like, let's, let's, let's free up our schedules. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And
0: like, how is it, how, how are you feeling? Like kind of like being like free from that quote unquote free from doing that show right now it's like,
1: been pretty good i mean there's the you know it's to i think it was just like it really was when you do an idea and this kind of happened with our previous uh podcast Krillinet. it like you do a certain idea for so long even though it is a well that can kind of like refill over and over it can be a lot especially when you're dealing with like nerddoms and <laughs> you're going into the subculture and like you know See, and, and you, there's just so much you you want to cover and there's so much you can't because of the time. I think in the frame that we were doing it, it we were just kind of done. You know, it was, it was like... it. Was, I think if... If I were to revisit that concept again, it would lean more on the comedy conversational aspect mm-hmm. and less on the informational aspect. I think when we took it upon ourselves to be this deep dive, we kind of had this duty to get as much of it right as possible because we're also teaching people about it. Versus like if we're like, OK, you come on, you tell us your, your favorite you know nerdy thing and we just have a discussion about it then we can kind of talk a little more freely because it's about the discussion and the person's you know love of the fandom and not about conveying this information and uh, you know for some people portraying their you know subculture of fandom in the right light so right right uh right. yeah it was it, it just kind of was that thing and now that, that you know I think that's the if I if I do the move if I pick up the nerdy podcast mantle again that's probably the angle I'd go for it where it's like just people coming on telling me about what they're nerdy about how they got into it why they like it and why I should get into it don't steal Sounds fun. y'all. <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh, yeah. so
0: Nerdificent, to people who like might not know is like was a great show it's like um and, you know, to your, like, it was, like, basically, like, you you and Danny Fernandez, like, great Danny Fernandez, like, dive into, like, you know, each week you dive into, like, a new topic, like, you know, anime and, like, gaming and, like, you know, comic books and, like, you know, comic book characters and, like, you do a deep dive into them. And uh, for what it's worth, like, what you were saying about, like, oh, man, I wish we did, like, the comedy show, like, or, or like, a more, like, light, with a lighter touch, I guess. Like, I, like, people, like, I, I included people really like people really enjoy that people really. And, uh, I think you handled that responsibility of like, you know, providing that safe space for people like really nicely. I think you did a really good job. So Thanks for what it's so much. Um, and Thank you. like w- one more question about that show, um, like, I kind of like a two pronger, I guess is like one, like what are like kind of the biggest like lessons from doing from those, from that time doing Nerdificent, and then like, What do you hope is like kind of the when people like look back at it, like or hopefully if people look back on it, like, what do you hope people will get out of it if they like go back?
1: I think one of the biggest lessons that I kind of came out of it with is that, you know, everyone When you make a podcast, and especially if you have a podcast with an interesting concept, there are going to be a lot of people who have an idea about what your podcast is before they even listen to it. And then they're going to listen to it on the basis of that idea. And then if they if it doesn't fit that idea, they kind of want to blame you for it instead of taking your podcast as is. And I think You when you go into podcasts, you know, it feels like we're putting so much weight on it. And I and I have no problems with that. I feel like, you know, a lot of people like to dunk on podcasts. uh, But really, you know, it's it's it gets a lot of people through work. It gets a lot of people through drives. But I think you need to go into building a podcast knowing what you want it to be. And when you know what you want it to be, then it's easy for you to create. Because the moment you kind of go in unsure of what you want it to be, the people who do what I just explained, go into there expecting a certain thing and then they start telling you what they think it should be. That starts to affect you and that starts to make you question your decisions. I think the other thing is just, uh, the, the, the lesson I would have is make sure, and I this is so funny too because this is something I say for streaming. Like in streaming, I say, make sure that you play a game that, that you're excited about because people can know it. And I think it's the same thing for podcasts. If you're doing deep dive podcasts, you know, we would get obsessed with making sure that we cover everything that we assume that nerds needed to cover. And you can totally hear the difference in episodes where we're excited about the topic versus when we're doing the topic because we feel like it's a topic that needs to be done. And I think it really should always be something you're excited about, even if that means you skip over something that people need. I remember uh, we did Uh, I think it was like we did 90s Nick or something, because, you know, we grew up in the 90s and we had a whole bunch of people being like, you need to do 80s. You need to do 80s. You need to do 80s. If you did not, you need to do 80s. You didn't touch on 80s. You got to touch it. And we did 80s because everyone just basically said we had to and we had no recollection of any of the shows we kind of were just going for it. we you know a lot of that stuff you can't really just find on YouTube because that was like the early stuff and people were like well if you're not going to really care about it don't do it and I was like but you're the ones who told us that we (laughs) have to do it. You know, like like what you wanted and that's when we kind of I think that was a big learning experience for us is that we learned that people want you to be as excited about the uh, about a the thing they're excited about and and. And we'll be mad when you don't reach that excitement when it's like, no, I'm not, because that's how this works. We're not into the same stuff and I'm giving you what I'm excited about. And you can come to me and be like, hey, this is a thing that I like and we can have a discussion of it. But when you're like, you need to check this out and do it, I might not like it because especially especially when we talk about older stuff, you're operating on nostalgia. And that's something that if I didn't grow up in the same time period as you. I won't have. So it's not going to be as cool as me. I'm going to just be like, oh, this seems a little goofy. And then you're mad at me because you revered it because it was something you grew up on.
0: Wow. Wow. Go. Go. (laughs) You went off. Wow. Um, (laughs) And and like uh, also just like um, we had a guest come on like in a future episode and we'll talk about it then. But like, you know, when people like don't like something that you care about like your response shouldn't be like, what? No, why you, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like people, yeah, <laughs> I think the answer should be kind of more like, really? That's like kind of with, cur- like yeah. with a curiosity and like a kind of like a, Oh, that's so interesting that you got this, like maybe not in a condescending way, but like, that's so interesting that you kind of, we experienced the same thing and you got this from that. You know, yeah. that's more interesting than just it's like, just
2: good conversation. Yeah.
1: I yeah. mean, that's that's the fu- most fun thing about um, doing Who Shot ya, is because we're all very different ages. Me, Alonzo, Andrea, and also v- into very different things. I'm like a nerdy anime meathead, you know, video game guy. Alonzo is like a film cinema nerd. <laughs> Dre is a programmer who still ha- has love for like rom-coms and stuff like that. So when we ha- end up in these discussions and like talk about movies, we uh, it really um, it really we all have different takes. And it's always so interesting. And it's not when they have a different take for me, I don't take anything from it. I'm not mad. I'm, I'm usually like, oh, I'm wondering why you felt that way. And then also explaining why I feel that way. Cause I think that's the one thing that is missing from like the criticism discourse online. A lot is a lot of people feel some type of way about, um, about, uh, like they're, they're like a piece of media. Right. And then like, especially like, like if someone, D- dislike something like they're like I don't like this this thing this this thing on that people like and then they'll say I don't like it it's trash but they will give you no reason and it's like well that does nothing like I don't if right. you think it's trash but you can't tell me why it's trash then that's not a conversation and I'm yeah. not no no one has to just take your word for it you know speaking of uh well <laughs> thank you for sharing all that first of all uh, yeah
0: <laughs> let's talk about outcast like let's talk about um, outcast and like just like what to the both of you like what are your what are your like um, impressions preconceived notions like uh and history with outcast before coming in today
1: yeah no outcast was one of the groups i grew up with so you know i i, I kind of hinted at this uh earlier i grew up in compton uh you know uh 90s kid uh and Like, you know, staying On was a big thing because one, um, fresh, so fresh and so clean. My older brother had us wake up and get dressed to that song every morning. So I (laughs) was listening to that song every morning and I and I really liked Bombs Over Baghdad. That was a really uh, fun, exciting one. And then it made a uh, a big appearance in uh, the movie. Hold on, I'm going to i'm gonna look it up it's the head of state head of state that was the that was the they had bombs of baghdad play um so it, it's like i i really like it but stank onion was not one that i listened to all the way through it was kind of bombs of a baghdad miss jackson and uh and 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 um so fresh and so clean for me. The one that I really was jamming to ended up being a couple years later when they did um, uh, "Love Below" and "Speaker Box," which is interesting because we'll get into this. But you can really start to feel that split because I think the the Speaker Box and Love Below was really a result of Outcasts stylistically going separate ways. And then that was kind of like the way they met in the middle where it's like, all right, we'll just do our two own albums and our own styles and release it. And I feel like you get to see the seeds of that in on
0: you. Uh What about you, Sean? Like what are, what's your, what are your, what's your like impressions of OutKast like generally?
2: Uh, yeah, I was like the complete opposite. Um, I had, I had no experience with OutKast um, other than like, I was like the classic like white guy, like, I love Hey Yah. I love Outkast. Like yeah. <laughs> that's all I knew, and I was like, I love hip hop. Uh, other than that, yeah, like I I knew Big Boy a little bit because he did he collaborated with uh, Fantagram for a little bit, and wow. that was pretty cool. Um, Big Grams is what it was called, I think, mm. uh, and that was that was it was I liked it a lot. Um, but yeah, for some reason they were just never a group that I like delved deep into. Um, I don't, I I wish I knew why, because I had friends that would, like, talk them up and just loved them to death, and I don't know, I mean, I'm not the biggest, like, hip-hop nerd to begin with, but, yeah, they just, I I really knew very little about them, so this was, this was really cool, so, like, because I, I mean, we'll get into it, but this record was fucking awesome, so, (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah, um... So, uh, let's talk about like, um, Stankonia in particular. Um, like mm-hmm. what did you
1: feel were some of like, um.
0: Yeah. The I mean, if,
1: if, if, if this is when they kind of are becoming the prophets, I feel like Stankonia is kind of their slabs, you know, of, of, of truth because it really did feel like they, this was the first album where they, where if if you were to look at the earlier so you, so we had Equimani, which was before this, which was so solid, and like you said, Southern Player Catalistics and AT aliens, I feel like that was all just kinda like, you know, kind of neighborhood hood stuff, talking about what's going on, you know, locally. And I feel like Stankonia. I mean, the flag is the perfect symbolism because it it goes national. Like it's how they view the world, the mm. country that we're living in right now, uh, black people's place in it, and it, they really touch on just multiple issues uh, with this like multi-track album. Well, that's. I mean, that's the thing. He they touch on like a lot of different stuff and stuff like
2: I never would have thought to like that you just don't hear about and like hip-hop a lot like like they talk about like fatherhood and like they have a song about teen pregnancy Mm -hmm. and I'm just like who like I I never would have seen that on a on a hip-hop album I feel like really like touched on like in that way I guess yeah Um, in a very like
0: delicate empathetic and you know sensitive way you know Mm -hmm. especially like he big boy and a lot of these big boy verses are like kind of him like being crass and like him kind mm-hmm. of being like it. It this record is kind of like all over the place. This record is kind of like a smorgasbord of just like different types of subject matter, different types of styles. There, like, this feel this is like I feel like this record in particular is outcasts perfecting their formula, you know, in like, um, the. What's it called? Like, um, they, they kind of, like, have, like, up to this point, they've always had, like, a posse cut with good Goody Mob. They've always had, like, Sleepy Brown hooks. They've always had, like, CeeLo show up and, like, Erica Badu show up. And just, like, they'll have, like, one song that's, like, nine minutes long. And, like, they've always had, like, interstitials and, like, like little skits here and there. And, like, this is, like, the first time they've really, like, kind of, you know, f- this is the fourth go around with like that same formula and this is like them like kind of perfecting it and like making it as like tight as possible
2: and like saying the most with it i think Mm -hmm. well it's cool i mean they they touch on like a lot of different themes but it doesn't feel like it feels coherent as an album still Mm -hmm. um like it doesn't feel disjointed or anything everything flows really nicely and i i really appreciate that Oh, yeah. Any
0: other any other themes or any other like thoughts before we like kind of like get into the rest
1: of the record? Um, no, I feel like my thoughts are going to bounce off of that. Yeah, I would say the same thing. All right. Once
2: we delve into songs, it'll it'll be more apparent. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's. Uh, well, speaking of uh
0: uh a parent. Oh god, I am so <laughs> off my game today. Um, well, speaking of like that, let's uh take a little. Break! Remember from the record. All right. That, 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 that. Once again, thanks for doing the show. Like, um, yeah. Of
1: course. No, it's no problem for real.
0: And um, yeah, I'm just gonna be a little honest right now. I just I feel a little like off my game like right now. Uh, Why? <laughs> I don't know. Like I think, um, uh, yeah. I, I just like what do you what do you do when you feel like you're kind of like uh, maybe like nervous before a show or like you know. Like, maybe you're feeling a little off, like before a podcast recorder, what do you do?
1: I'll just like, I I typically just kind of, you know, take a few deep breaths, uh, stretch, usually try and get that blood flowing. And then, you know, Mm. just take a sip of water, shake it off, and try my best. (laughs) (sighs) Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, sorry, I'm usually hilarious. I'm like, usually, <laughs> you're, you're I'm usually doing, like, you're doing fine, I'm usually so like I, so funny, you're like, doing but fine. like you don't even know how like funny <laughs> I am, usually.
1: Like, there it is, like, yeah. Right, right now. Yeah. You're doing, you're doing great. I uh, I, I, right. I, was, I wasn't sitting over here like, oh, well, I think you're a <laughs> more funny. I think you're doing great. Welcome back to I've Been
0: Meaning to Listen to That, and here, we're here with Iffy Waddy Way. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a cool noise. Yeah, I, I make a lot of cool noises when I'm getting hype, you know, <laughs> listen to music. Yeah. Getting your y- <laughs> Europe is Europe is a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Uh so
0: um yeah, let's talk about like some of the weird noises Outcast is making with this oh, record. Yeah. They're making lots yeah. of weird noises. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like uh let's go th- what would you like kinda, what would you like to talk about first, like highlights or lowlights? Like which Ooh. one? What
1: are you feeling? I mean I feel like highlights because it always I feel like that that order always feels good. Mm -hmm. and um so i'll start with the highlights i mean honestly we all the highlights are pretty much the 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 initial run i think from like intro to miss jackson is so solid like that 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 is that is probably like the best run even i'll even include snapping and trapping in that one and uh Uh, Yeah, like all that that run is such a strong run. And I think that was the one that kind of I wouldn't necessarily say it flows together, but it just it just go it feels like a like like they're hitting you with their hits. Because, yeah, in retrospect, listening now, going from so fresh and so clean to Miss Jackson, that just seems like such a tonal (laughs) shift, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, Uh, and I think that's going to just kind of be my overall. Kind of thoughts on this album where you know, especially as someone like I really love Love Below and Speaker Box, I really love Idlewild, that album too. I think that al- album is so solid, and I think this is getting there. This is like the first draft of something like that where you oh. have a concept. Because, yeah, I think looking at Stankonia, there are so many songs that feel like Oh, this this one is feeling like a like a like a big boy type song. Where you sure. got like the energy of Bombs over Baghdad feels like an Andre song. And like even something like the I'm cool interlude seems like something that would be on Love Below. But then you got something like Cruising in the ATL, which feels like more of a big, bo- big boy leaning song, and you can kind of mm-hmm. feel because something also that we have to acknowledge that happened with Outcasts around that time is you have Andre three thousand trying to step away from this kind of, uh, I guess we'll say energy at the time, uh, probably partly to uh, dating Erica Badu. You know, he he kind of more so wants to be more open minded and sonically different. And I think you're kind of feeling that in the songs where he, the energy that Andre 3000 is coming with on the songs feels so different than the one that big boy's kind of driving with. And it's not bad. I think that uh, that is what makes outcast good is them, them bringing both those styles together, but you can kind of feel the energy, you know, going, uh, going, going separate ways in here well isn't this where is this
2: isn't this the album where andre started to kind of experiment with yes. more like like singing and stuff mm-hmm. yeah so he starts yeah. yeah he starts singing here and uh this is
0: like kind of i believe the post breakup between erica and mm-hmm. um and yeah because uh, that's andre. what miss
1: jackson is about well not yeah. not oh. kind of but kind of isn't you know like it's the same way that Marriage Story isn't about uh <laughs> old boy <laughs> and he was like, "Oh no, it's not, but it's kind of is." <laughs> uh no, I'm, it's just about this fictional famous director just uh yeah, yeah, yeah. not <laughs> me though. Yeah, so they dated from 1995 to 1999 and this was released mm-hmm. October 31st Halloween of the year 2000. So yeah, this is post yeah. breakup. So I think that transitions nicely into Miss Jackson, particularly. Oh man, this is, uh, you know, th- this is good on two levels because this is a song that I did listen to myself, uh, you know, all of my life, but then, you know, listen to it again, you know, as, you know, someone who's divorced, uh, and co-parenting it, it, you really kind of feel the energy of, of this because, you know, In a regular rap world, this would be more of a diss diss track, but really it's almost like a plea where it's like, hey, like, I'm not I'm I know you think I'm shitty because me and my me and your daughter didn't work out, but I'm just trying to be a good dad. And it really does feel like, you know, like this is like, you know, heart to heart to pin to pad, you know? i I think this song's
0: incredible. I think this is like one of the best like singles of an artist like ever. um and like um i, I is particular here's here's my stance. I love Andre's section. I think Andre's section is like an instant classic. just yeah. like the you know, you know, uh, it's puppy love, mm-hmm. like but then it turns a little darker, just like when you oh, kind of yeah. sit with like the forever of it all like the forever ever like of it all Mm -hmm. and then um just like he is like in this like he is in the state of contrition of just like like i like i pray so hard about i need some knee pads like so first of all so poetic so cool (laughs) like i think that's incredible like that's saying but like just like you know it may have not i just wish i could change things i wish i could you know make um things better between us. Like, I wish like your thoughts of me weren't like negative. Um, but like, I will be a good parent. I'm going to yeah. be there for our child.
1: I'm, I mean, just to kind of ride what you just said, uh, just, you know, cause Please. I deep dove, uh, you know, nerdificent tendencies and went to the Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. and Badu descri- described her initial reaction to the song saying that it hit a sore spot. I didn't want to hear that, especially when I heard big boys first. When I heard Andre's verse, I felt very good because his verse was really, really inspiring. He just said how he felt, and it was his honest feelings, and I always respected that and listened to what he felt and appreciated it, which is which is what you would expect from the two verses.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. uh, and
1: and, uh, and and it is, yeah, it, it, like it, it it's it's so f- interesting because you can kind of tell, I think the beauty of it is kind of showing like two reactions to the same. Issue, But also, Mm -hmm. I think what it also is, is just someone who is kind of going through it versus someone who, you know, seems like it might be more past tense for uh, for um, Antoine Patton, Mr. Antoine Patton, big
0: boy, big boys versus are kind of like diss tracks. They are kind of like what you were saying, like these are this is like so I'm wondering, like if this is about his particular baby mama or is it? like about erica badu because like why would she be upset about him talking about someone else you know
1: yeah i feel like it was because you know um big boy does have a child from a previous relationship so it brought and it seems like it could be like the energy of his because i feel like no matter how you slice it based on the timing of it and everyone on the streets were saying this is about erica badu even though big boy might be talking about his baby mama It may, it'll sound, you know, that, that it's sounding a lot like (laughs) it's, it's targeted towards her. So I can see why she'd be not so fond of it. The, the other thing is like If it was
0: about her I feel like that's shitty On Andre's part Of just like You know like If and, Andre's doing this very Like Please forgive me Like I want things to be good And then he's like Okay Andre's Like okay Big boy's turn And he's going like Fuck you You <laughs> yeah. suck And yeah. like just letting it Be on the song Is kind of like Andre was like, yeah, that's good. Like, I feel yeah. like is kind of like, if it was about kind of defeat the purpose. Yeah. But it I, was I definitely don't her. think
1: yeah. that's what, what it, it is. I think it I is think his it is own either. situation because in his song, it isn't just straight up like, Oh, you trash it da, 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 da. Like his verses, look at the way he treats me. Shit. Look at the way you treat me. You see your little nosy ass homegirls done. Got your ass sent up the creek, G. So like, he's talking about uh, a baby mama situation where like his, uh, she's sending homegirls to check on him talking smack and all this, yeah. and that's why he's doing it out of anger. It's not like, oh, we broke up and 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 fuck you. It's like, no, you, we broke up, you're doing all this petty shit. And it is like a good, and I think th- the reason it fits so well in the song is it's showing you the two sides of like, I feel like in, in, in Andre's, it's like two people who didn't quite work out but want a co-parent, and you're seeing like baby mama drama in Big Boy's verse. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great because... Especially if you're looking at like people eh, who are listening to this in the hood, they're getting like a chance to see both sides of being like, oh, you can you can try and work things out, but also, yeah, sometimes things don't work out that way. And this, I can listen to this, and it relates more to my situation where me and my baby mama yeah. ain't getting like, getting along.
0: Yeah, I love that. Like, Sean, like, what about you, like, Sean? Like, what are you, What are you? What is your like stance on this particular song? Like, how are you feeling about it?
2: Uh, I mean, you guys pretty much touched on it already. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I shoot, I don't have too much to add other than it's—it's it's just so catchy. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Like oh. I just—I found myself like singing it like all week and. Yeah, I mean, I love the little like oohs. Like, yeah. Terrible. I yeah, for real.
0: But, yeah. Yeah, so
2: good. Um. So,
0: Sean, what's a let, let's go to you? Like, what's a highlight for you? Like, what's a song you really enjoyed?
2: Oh, I mean bombs over Baghdad. Yeah, the, the the energy in that song is like unreal. When it, I I love how he starts off just like one, two, three, four, just the super quiet whisper, and then it just like it explodes basically. Mm-hmm. Um, like it gave me chills listening to it, and I love the, like the drums are very like glitchy, yeah, and very like like IDM music or something like like it reminded me of like an Aphex Twin song or something. Mm like it's just the i just i haven't heard like a hip hop song like it really this is like the first single and just like i <laughs> i just like they
0: it just like does it just doesn't get better than this i just like it just gets me amped like every time i listen like what every time i like go through this record i play this one like 5 times like yeah. in a row it's just like the verses are just like i think this is like that like as much as we are like kind of like Oh, this is like when they're kind of like splintering a little bit It's also like pretty undeniable their chemistry Of just like They sure. are operating on the same level on this song It's like th- In this particular song It's like, oh, Big Boy kind of slacked off on this one Like he, <laughs> he wasn't trying Like he was like They like are They're matching that They're matching each other's energy mm-hmm. Like maybe Andre set the tone of like I want to do this song You know, I want to do like this mm-hmm. crazy fast song you know, oh, and yeah. then, but like, big boy is like game to like. Okay, I'm going to match the energy. I'm going to add what I have, my value to it and my perspective. Oh, yeah. This
1: is going to be another opportunity for me to make this a general uh, discussion of, um, of you know, outcast. Because yeah, I think a lot of times in the the outcast discourse, um, it seems like you know. Uh, Andre gets to be the, like, more adventurous and fun one. But then you get on Speakerbox and hear something like love, I mean, uh, um, ghetto music. And, you know, he's not afraid to go with that more kind of, like, techno sound. And it's really, um, it's really, like, it's it's really dope. Like, uh, like I think both, I think everyone has their favorite and whoever has, uh, (laughs) whoever has, like, a favorite will look down on the other one when it's like, no, you can love both Kings. You don't have to yeah. like put down one and <laughs> like the
0: other. You were talking like during the Miss Jackson ch- section about like, Oh, these are like the two different perspectives. These are the two different perspectives. And like, um, it like deepens, like run the jewels is a great group. Like they're oh, a yeah. great group, but they kind of like are on the same wavelength mm-hmm. the entire time. Oh, yeah. just like a hundred percent killer, yeah. killer Mike's doing this. And then he'd like, Like, uh, what's it called? Um, LP. LP is just like, they're they're kind of matching energies and like matching perspectives. But then like, um, you're you're right about like, um, like a song like Miss Jackson, where it's like these two perspectives and it's like deepening this, you know, when you hear the hook, like, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, like you, and like the prompt of just like, okay, let's talk about baby mothers and stuff like that. Like it deepens the song where it's like, Because they're so different, because they are, like, different styles and stuff. It makes the song, like, have more dimensionality than just, like, ba-ba-ba-ba, like, does Mm -hmm. the same type of perspective over and over again.
2: Yeah. And more accessible, too.
1: And, like,
0: Big Boy, like, in some of these songs, like, he does the weird art stuff. He executes the weird art stuff really nicely, too. Like, um, Toilet Tisha is, like, just, like, him doing a spoken word section. It's just like, inc- it it makes me cry. It's like gorgeous. It's like yeah. so fucking sad. Uh, <laughs> just like, yeah, it's just like all the things that are like plaguing their mind at this point. Just like, yeah. that's why they're going so fast, like a mile a minute. Oh, and yeah. Just like, this is like all everything they're thinking about. Just like, there's no cure for cancer. There's no cure for AIDS. And then we went on tour and just like, you know, you know, we went back and realize oh this is it was bad all along it was like kind of like mm-hmm. it's it's like messed up this whole time like um and maybe we just like weren't opening our eyes to it um which is like kind of like something that like you know not to get like oh political but like the idea of like, this is like that's what trump is kind of doing of just like white people are kind of seeing yeah. that, like, oh, things are bad, <laughs> like, because he's starting to affect them,
1: yeah. you know, like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, interesting, <laughs> just like, <laughs> I don't right, know. Funny, funny, I mean, that's the thing, right? You have so many people who only care about things when it affects them, you know, like, like, once it affects them, then it's a a problem. But before it's like, oh, okay, I really don't care. <laughs> you hate to see it you hate to see it everybody
0: um uh a highlight for me i um humble mumble is like one of my favorites i think it's like one of my favorite outcast songs of all time like all's both of their verses are so incredible just like it's a very motivational song or just like um you know just like making the best out of adversity making the best out of like a you know the bad card you've been handed in life and just Mm -hmm. like you know and just like you know it's just like really like um i love just like on like uh big boys versus just like you know no weapon formed against you shall prosper 54 17 from isaiah just like you know and just like um you know giving people advice on like how to like affect people, how, like, change people's minds. And then Andre going into just, like, uh challenging, like, the notions, like, of hip-hop, but just, like, it's more than just, like, drugs and alcohol, but it's also that, too. Yeah. And then um just, like, do you want to live or do you want to exist Um is, like, really, really, <laughs> really heavy stuff. and oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, like, it makes me feel like I could do anything. And just, like, this song, like, makes me feel like I could do anything. And just, like... Uh, really um really amps me out like what do you do, do you guys but, have any
2: like thoughts about this song though like in general well you talk about big boys verse yeah like the line if the dealer dealt a fucked up hand of cards you gotta play him I was like damn you're right like <laughs> yeah I gotta work with what I got yeah. you know like yeah it just it yeah it like you said it it kind of it motivated me a little bit more Ooh, so I
0: like that and like you know i guess so we, we i think we were supposed to talk about this a little bit in the introduction but like um uh sean like you recently like got died diag- like you got diagnosed with diabetes like recently yeah. and yeah. like i i see you like try like you know and you have i see you like having to deal with like that like negative like those stereotypes of like what it means to have diabetes and like you you're yeah. not you're not like when i look at you i i don't go oh he probably has diabetes i don't think yeah that. yeah <laughs> it, i think like i like kind of like but i see you try like tr- like on your you know just like try to educate people try to like you know like because like try to like undo some of like the media's like oh like, it's kind of a joke to have diabetes you know yeah i mean
2: it's like it's a really harmful like idea to put like in people's head, because like I know like, I mean, being an adult, it's different, but I, I think about like, like if like if a kid who had diabetes were to like see like it joked about on TV, like, well, for, first of all, I don't think people realize like how dangerous diabetes really is. Mm-hmm. Um like I almost like like if I had waited like a few more days to go to the doctor, like I could have gone into a coma or like died. And it's, I think for a kid, if they were to see, if they were to see like a joke about it on TV, like if they're like, let's say they need to take like insulin in class or something like that. If that idea is in the back of their head, like, and they're worried about being made fun of for it, yeah, like, like taking insulin, that's like super dangerous. Like it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. And just changing people's idea or yeah, I guess how they, how they see it is, it's, it's pretty important because, like, diabetes is on the rise. It sounds stupid to say, but, like, it's but, it's... but it's,
0: like, you trying to, like, make uh, you know, you didn't ask for this. You didn't ask to be diagnosed yeah. with this, mm-hmm. like, dumbass disease. <laughs> like, it's, like... And, yeah. Like and, like, and, like, it's not fair. But, like, you're trying to, like, you're making the best you can with what you have. Like, that's really wonderful.
2: You know. Yeah, well, and it's... Because that's one thing I really struggled with was because I had that idea in my head of, like, oh, I'm, like, I'm so skinny, like, there's no way I could have diabetes. I, I just, I struggled with accepting it, and I was like, oh, my body, like, is, like, turning against me, and there's, like, what did I do wrong to, like, deserve this? But it's, you have to, you have to reframe how you think about certain things, and kind of like what, like, like what Big Boy was saying about, like, yeah, you were dealt a bad card, but it's how you play it. Like, like, yeah, I was dealt a shitty card, but, i'm like using it as an opportunity now to like oh i'm like i'm gonna eat healthier i'm gonna work out i'm gonna try to like change my life for the better really so yeah it's it's really just how you take what's given to you and make the make the most of it really so
0: and the last thing i just want to say about that is just like you know i've known you for like many many years and Mm -hmm. uh you know a- after you were diagnosed, like you didn't change. Like, I guess you did, like, I guess you did in terms of just like this is a new situation, but like your essence as a person didn't change, you know? Mm-hmm. Your essence as a person didn't Thanks. change. And then just like people, you know, the people like uh, Big Boy and like Andre are speaking about in this song are just like, these are, you know, these are people, these are capable people, you know, that we're trying to minister yeah. to, that we're trying to like help. um, they just like, you know, maybe they need this, a song like this to like maybe help them get through a day and maybe help them like, you know, feel okay about themselves or whatever they're going through. Like insert themselves into like the messaging of the song, which is like really, I think they, this is like the song where they execute the best, in my opinion. So, yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, let's go through some, like, let's just like quickly go through some more highlights. Like what are some more highlights for you guys though?
1: And also, yeah, there there's some like I said, I I didn't really go through this all the way through. Uh, so like, there were some surprising ones that I really uh, kind of liked, like gangsta shit. I liked toilet tisha was fun. Um, Stankonia I think was uh, was was pretty solid. That's a just the sound of Stankonia too, yeah. like. The sense in it, oh damn, yeah. it's so good. So yeah, and and I, and also I want to shout out the another highlights are the interludes. Like yeah, I feel like a lot of rap, you will have interludes that feel way too long, and these ones yeah. kind of. <laughs> Go, come and go, you know. Come and go. Like if if you like if you want to hear a, like that, minute, minute Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know exactly. But but like if you remember like pause for porno and uh, and uh, chronic two thousand, that's just way too long for the bit that was yeah. easily understood. Uh, but but like. Yeah, no, um, they're clean. You're in, you're out, you're into the next song. It sets it up perfectly. So, yeah, big fan. Big fan of the interludes in this one. And they're just funny. Like, they're funny.
0: Like, th- that's, like, another thing. It's just, like, you know, when, like, uh, <laughs> some a lot of interludes in, like, they're rarely actually actually funny like in my opinion at least like just like Eminem going like guy suck your dick just like him yeah. doing like a whole <laughs> interlude yeah. just like him being like the most like just like Kim and Cookie is so funny just yeah. like the Greek chorus of her friends just like recounting like this like this disappointing like sexual experience yeah um, also just like uh, what's it called the um, the I'm cool interlude before so fresh and so clean is very poignant just oh, like yeah. This, like, woman talking herself into, like, you know, talking herself out of, like, feeling cold by just, like, saying, like, I'm cool. Like, I think that's such a, coo- like, really incredible, like, interlude into, like, that. So. Yeah. Oh. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sean, what's another highlight for you? I was about to say, I liked Red Velvet. Ooh. Um, just the, the imagery in it, I really, I thought was really clever like turn your sponge cake to red velvet. <laughs> I just think I just think it's like a clever. It's very yeah. cleverly written. But but it's dark. I mean, it's brag about your shit too much you're going to get like fucked up. So, <laughs> yeah. I just want to once again like just highlight Toilet Uh
0: just like um um and it is like kind of pers- perfecting like the spoken word and like uh spodio spodioti just like perfecting that like formula. A little bit and like andre's singing and it's like so weird and it's like very princey and like just like the bass and then like the the mom crying in the middle just like about her like you know daughter killing herself after like learning she was pregnant like just yeah. like it's so heavy it's like so oh yeah i i feel like here's the here's the problem with the song though is i feel like it's so heavy and so sad that like there's no logical place for the album to go. Like, I think it like sonically, those next two songs are great, but like, they don't like carry on. The themes of just like, they have, they have nothing to do with like toilet tissue. Like they, like it's like a
2: plateau that they can't like get off of with ease. I felt like I was a little bit like, Oh man, that kind of killed my buzz. Like <laughs> it was a little, a little, a little dark. Yeah. But oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It definitely darkened it up right about there.
2: Oh, I was going to say too, like, uh just the opening track gasoline dreams i felt yeah. like sets the stage pretty well Ooh, yeah. and they kind of touch on like everything they're going to talk about a little bit mm-hmm. like like the american dream uh like fatherhood and stuff they kind of they kind of touch on all that so i think it's a good like hey this is what you're in for and they come in like he like andre comes in pretty hard too so like i don't know it just sets the stage really well i think like this is like some this is
0: like kind of speaking to a theme i forgot to mention of just like um like I think Chuck D said something along the lines of like rap is CNN for black people. Yeah. of just like, like you can't trust the news to like accurately portray their lives. Oh, so yeah. like, that's why they yep. like kind of go like, and that's why I think Andre and big boy are taking this role seriously. And they're taking like this, like this is like protest. me Like this is like, um, Motivation for protest music and but also like a lot of just like humanizing or just like hey we're just like you know trying our best yeah. so we're just trying like to enjoy like life and like enjoy nice mm-hmm. things too mm-hmm. so there's some low lights though um what do you feel were some low lights on this record um
1: I think the low di- low lights low lights I was gonna say low lights low lights for me are going to be um just the way this is all put together and the amount of songs on it. I feel like this Stank On You can feel a little bloated because there's just so much that they're trying to say, but it would have been nice to like cut and be kind of clean. I'm always someone who likes a kind of like a a cleaner, smaller uh, album. Um, You know, uh, some songs that really weren't hitting for me like that. I think... um, uh, explosion I, I wasn't yeah. the biggest fan of. I mean, I didn't yeah. hate it, but I definitely after something as, like, good as Bombs <laughs> Over Baghdad, it just kind of, you felt the weakness of it. Um, and uh, We Love These Hoes is, like, very mid for me. Like, I liked, you know, the idea, I guess, but, like, in the end, it's like, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's one of those that... That just uh, doesn't really doesn't really pop for me, um, but I think the biggest to me is just kind of the way this album is put together. I mean, honestly, I really liked the whole
2: thing. Um, the only one that I just I don't remember it very well because I just I I didn't think it was that good was snapping and trapping. Uh, it just it felt very like I just I, I didn't have as much energy as I would like it to. Um, I like Killer Mike. Um I was like excited when he was coming in and then I felt like the energy like drops back out. Um I just felt like the hook wasn't like as strong as it could have been, but other than that, like I I I love. Like I th- I I don't mind the length of the album. I think it I do I think it all flows together really nicely. Um but yeah, snapping and chapping, it just it was kind of forgettable for me.
0: I don't like that song. I think it's I think it's like and maybe it's like it's I I like the idea of it. And I also like it as a time capsule, like, you know, because Killer Mike's kind of like a protege of Big Boy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. uh, that's cool. But I just felt like um, uh, just like like there are like a few lines here and there, just like like old girl might yell rape cheese. You might, might as well give her a throat baby is yeah. very bad, yeah. like not yeah. good at all. Very bad. <laughs> yeah. No, not good. Very bad. Don't do it. Um, just like it's it sucks. It's just like, and just like makes light of it. And like killer Mike is like kind of matching that energy of just like being as like, we're just going to be as outrageous and like as, as edgy as possible. Like kind of like that energy. That's the energy that like, I kind of grown out of, like I was super into that in like high school or just like yeah. Eminem, blah, you know, yeah. no one understands me. Just like kind of that vibe. But like, I've kind of grown out of, yeah. um, so, but it is cool as like, uh, as like a time capsule and like, you know, killer Mike has become super progressive and has become very sensitive, even though he does like is very, like has a lot of energy and has a lot of like, you know, anger and like, you know, a lot of these things and like, um, is, and does use like a lot of edgy humor and like his music, um, so, but he's, like, very sensitive, like, he'll, you know, he'll, like, shout out sex workers, he'll, like, you know, be very politically active and, like, you know, all that stuff. And like, that's really, it's cool as, like, a time
2: capsule. I don't like it as a song, though. It was cool, too, just to hear, like, I think there's one song with uh, Gangster. Yeah, Boy. that was fun. And I was, like, I was, like, oh, that's cool just to hear, like, all these, like, like to know that Killer Mike and Gangsta Boo like collaborated mm-hmm. later on and stuff. It's just cool to see like it's it's like a I don't know. It just it's cool to see it earlier on. So I don't know because they've had a lot of songs in the past
0: where they're like you know talking about you know the women they've conquered all that stuff. But like this is like really nice in that they um, include female rappers in this song. Yeah. You know I think that's really a nice step forward. I just also love how like Princey it is and just like how there's a weird artistry to like a crass song <laughs> like this. I just think it's mm-hmm. really cool. Um a low light uh here this is like my kind of like hot take a little bit. Um I think like it's not that it's a bad song. Uh, and I I really enjoy the vibe of it. I really enjoy like the but like so fresh and so clean. I just feel like it has like the wackest lines. I feel like it has the cringiest yeah. lines in there. Uh, just like, like, uh, what's it called? Like licking you like a lizard getting slizzard. Uh, like, and also just like, yeah. you're so Anne Frank, let's hit the yeah. attic to hide about for t- that. That's not <laughs> sexy at all. That is not like, I don't know any way you could like twist it. Like that. Yeah. Like is kind of like sexy and just like, like, and also just like their singles up to this point, even though they have been very poppy, like Rosa Parks and like, uh, um, 80 aliens and just like stuff like that. They've always had a deeper, like kind of meaning to it. They've always had like, in uh, Rosa Parks, it's about, like, Andre going, like, I don't want to be the artist you kind of, like, look at their discography and go, like, ugh, yeah. they really fell off. I don't, like, I think that's really cool. Like, they then they always, like, incorporate, like, deeper messages in, like, their singles. But, like, So Fresh and So Clean is just, like, surface level, Level. this is what it is. We're cool. We have a lot of sex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we wear cool clothes. <laughs> and Yeah. Like, it, it is, like, very yeah. just, like, there's nothing more to it than that. Mm. Yeah. Which is like, you know, there's nothing inherently <laughs> wrong with that. I was just like, I think it was just yeah. more my expectations, sure. you know. Okay, then. Uh, so now we'll get through our final thoughts and ratings. The way this works is we'll rate this record uh 10 um, uh, with like a metric at the end. So, uh, um, Sean, we, we'll turn to you first.
2: Yeah, no, I, like I said, I just, I felt like the whole thing flows really well together. Um, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't really mind the length of it. Um, again, my only, my only qualm is snapping and trapping. And uh, I just, I, I think it's a great, like, I, I, I haven't listened to all the way through to the other Outcast albums, but this is definitely, like, piqued my interest in it and them and so i think i'm gonna check them out for sure um but yeah i i had a great time listening to it uh so i'm gonna give it nine and a half toilet tissues out of 10
1: <laughs> all right I, I think i that's a that's a fair strong uh strong one i will also give it a nine and a half out of 10 uh just just wow. because you know i as as much as Every I am also kind of understanding that I'm rating it on just my perception of music now and what we've gotten, and I think back then this it was a lot tighter than uh, than than it was, you know, uh, probably now in retrospect. Uh, nine point five out of ten. What's like as a uh, nine point five out of ten stanks on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all
0: right. Um, oh boy, uh, I'm gonna give this nine uh, slizzard lizards. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, so I just feel like this perfects the, and you maybe it's because I've had I'm less familiar with like their later work, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, um, but I feel like this is like their final, like, kind of like we it's Andre and Big Boy doing a record together, like where we're like on the same page creatively. Yeah. Like this is the last one of those. And I feel like this is the perfect, this is them perfecting that outcast model. Um, and I just feel like it's like really, um, it's really incredible. Like just the singles are great, but also like the deep cuts are really just like, I, I just, yeah. Like, like I said, it's just like perfecting, like, perfecting the things that made me kind of like go like, Oh, but this could be so much better on like a yeah. Quamini or 80 aliens, you know, like uh, they, they just like, they're just like up, op- they're firing on all cylinders. This, they're just at the top of their game. Um, their chemistry is impeccable. They are utilizing the, their, um, resources in the most interesting way. They are experimenting a lot while and the success rate the success rate with their um with their experimentation is successful just like brimming with you know thoughtfulness and like brimming with like just like so with so much you could like go back to I feel like I have not done this record justice at all I feel like I've not like you know Dove in deep enough, and I haven't done the nerdificence level like <laughs> yeah. obsessiveness yet. Um, but like, I this is something I'm hoping to revisit some more and like include on my playlist and just like you know jam out to. So, I'm gonna give this, uh, yeah, nine slizzard lizards. Cool. So, all right, we did it, we did yeah. our Outcast month. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Iffy. Of course, uh, now we'll get into our. I've been meaning to listen to that. And I did. Playlist. playlist. All right. So uh, the way this works is we'll like incorp- we'll include one song um, to our Spotify playlist. Uh, Ify, what do you like to go first? Like, What's a song you would like to add to our playlist?
1: Ooh, a song that you should add to your playlist. I'm going to say Morse Brown since we're on the outcast train. Morse Brown from the Idlewild uh, album. That is what you should ask. Click. Hell yes. Uh, It's just like a solid, fun, light song that. And I just, uh, it, it, make it's, it's one of their feel good songs. And honestly, I like to think of that as their like goodbye song. So, uh, that's awesome. Wow.
0: As we say goodbye to outcast month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Sean, let, we'll, do we turn to you next?
2: Yeah. So when I, I mentioned it earlier when I heard, uh, B.O.B., B., I immediately like the drums reminded me of an Apex twin song, um, so, I Ooh. the so the song I'm choosing is uh oh fuck what's it called T uh, T69 Collapse by Aphex Twin. Ooh, click. <laughs> So I really like this song. I I didn't know much too I didn't know too much about Aphex Twin uh, until actually I started uh, from one of my classes last semester, um, and I had to like kind of imitate one of his songs for an assignment, and uh, I, I started diving deeper into Aphex Twin, and uh, the song itself is just it's very glitchy, very very sci-fi ish, which I think kind of ties in with Outcast as well. Um, and it's a very good song to like to drive to as well, but it's just, it's a, it's a trip really. So.
0: All right. Uh, now, um, so my pick, uh, I have two picks this week. Uh, the first one, uh, just like, um, is uh, For Free by Kendrick Lamar. Mm. What is really going on. This dick ain't free. You looking at me like it ain't a receipt, like I never made ends meet, eating your leftovers and raw meat. This dick ain't free. Um, yeah, so like the, the when I listened to Question Mark, it reminded me of that song. It's like a one minute just like... This yeah. Uh, just like Andre, kind of going bonkers, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. and just like this is like kind of like a the the success the successor to that song. Just like him going at ab- Kendrick, going absolutely buck wild. Just like about just like you know, just like America, kind of like pipping him out and like like this like him like reasserting his worth. You know, yeah. Uh, so I think it's a great song. Um, and then just like as a little 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 fun conclusion. Like, because just a fun song to, that's like a little lighter is um, Savage, uh, the Savage remix with Beyonce Ooh. and Megan Thee Sallion. Oh, we'll trick. trick.
1: B, no smoke with me. Okay. His up
0: this song belongs in a museum. It's just so good. Yeah. It's like. Um, also, just like Megan Thee Stallion is like just like deserves so much and like is a is a star and is like so uh, incredible and like she deserves so much more regarding like the whole Tory Lanez thing. That was so shitty. And um, also, also just like outside of that though, she deserves so much more. Outside of that though, she is just such mm. a star. Such a cool seems like such a cool nice person too, and makes a lot of great music. Deserves like. WAP is great too like mm-hmm. I like I want to just like on the podcast like I know I've been silent but I am pro WAP um <laughs> I am pro WAP I am like uh, very much um so I apologize to those who am I <laughs> who I've affected by being silent about that so but yeah uh, man thank you so much iffy uh, anything
1: you'd like to plug anything, uh, your handles, anything like that? Oh yeah. You know, you can follow me at if you wadiway on Twitter and Instagram. Definitely. Uh, if you watch people play video games, uh, go on Twitch, I'm on Ifds and listen to my podcast, who shot you where we're reviewing dope movies every week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and,
0: uh, Sean, what would you like to plug anything? Any, like where can people find you? What would you like to plug?
2: Uh, if you're into diabetes, you can follow me on Instagram. At, <laughs> oh, big fan. I <laughs> yeah. love it. Uh, no, if you want to, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, T one underscore S E A N five nine nine. So mm-hmm. that's about it. All right. Uh, you can follow the show at IBM
0: on, uh, Facebook and Instagram. You can follow me on at Andrew, a Lee on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can go to IBMTLTT.com uh, to check out our website. Uh, you could email us at... I, uh, yeah, now we'll have a closing... Oh, you can follow Ezra at Ezra.Indigo uh, on Instagram. And uh, now we'll have our closing sentiment from Iffy. Yeah. So, yeah, just like write it in the chat box and we'll say it all together. All right, here we go. Three, two, one... Stay, Stay, funky. Stay funky. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks for Outcast Mon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Click break.